and welcome back to the Backbeat, the show after the show where these idiots can sit around the table, well, virtual table, and ask me any questions that they may that I may or may not have a response to. Um, today, I am joined by Sam and Gio. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. <laughs> hello, guys. <laughs> uh, apparently, my talking parrots. Uh, so, last time, let's see what happened. Uh, you returned from your downtime activities to find two very familiar people apparently staying in your home, uh, Abbas and Leviticus, after a very short interaction and exchange. Um, you went inside and had a big get-together. There was some conversations about necromancy. There was, uh, there was another uninvited <laughs> guest named Nico that showed up, who's Sam's older brother, to talk to them about... Uh, Silvio and his current location in Storm's Hold, which is where Phantasmo hails from. You guys traveled to Storm's Hold. Got oh, wait. A, huh? You forgot about the shenanigans with Kyle. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Kyle had some shenanigans. And his. Uh, Kyle had some, some serious uh, mental health issues going on. <laughs> he had some demons. He had some demons. Uh, one may have manifested. <laughs> But um, aside from that, all this can cast spells now. He (laughs) cast calm emotions, um, which is actually a pretty good, pretty good thing for him to have nowadays. But uh, yes, then you traveled to Stormshold um, and ran into Simon, who is uh, Phantasmo's surrogate father slash mentor slash best friend uh phantasmo store is closed you are escorted by one of the um captains of i'm gonna call it the town guard even though it's not but a captain of the navy to a tavern where your stay was being paid for by the military due to phantasmo's store and home being closed and I think that's where we left off after a small conversation with Simon and Phantasmo. So, do you guys have any questions for me? I want to know if you planned on Core One, planned on Core being the demon that was haunting him, and two, if you plan on Core actually showing up then. Um, so when Kyle first came to me and said, I want to be a paladin, and then he said, I want to be a barbarian, just straight up. <laughs> I don't know if up. people know how much flip-flopping there was behind the scenes. <laughs> there was a lot of flip-flopping behind the scenes. There was a lot. But anyway, when he finally came to me and said, I want to be an Echo Knight, I was like, okay. And then he reminded me about his brother, because I completely forgot that he said that to me in impulse and said that he had a stepbrother. Um, or adoptive brother, whatever you want to call it, who's a turtle because he loves turtles. Um, <laughs> but I, I thought it would be a good idea to essentially take the Echo Knight, and instead of going with the lore of it's you from an alternate dimension who's coming to help you or whatever, I decided to have it be a. Well, it's pretty obvious that it's a side effect from the void due to the whole you know, finding the void mark on him on, on yeah. Zor, but having it essentially 
project something that's haunting him. Is Core um, dead? Is that like Core's spirit or like It or is what? it is not a spirit. It's more accurate to say it's a manifestation of Kyle's um or of Zor's Oh, what's the best word I can look at? I can Pain. take regret. Pain. Something like that. One of those Something. one of those fancy words. The yeah, many so. uh, the many synonyms of Andy's DM style. <laughs> it is that is that is the better more accurate way to describe it as a manifestation brought on by kyle's by zor's rage but um it's it's not zor it's not core's spirit and it's not something that it's not really core it's not really core and it's not something that can talk to him okay were you pulling your hair out as much as we were (laughs) when (laughs) kyle was not answering me or geo Yes, I was. <laughs> but that's okay. Just Zor, just tell him to do something. Why won't you talk to me? Yeah. Why talk to me? Just tell him to sit down. Why won't you talk to me? Yeah. I was like, Kyle, <laughs> you're killing me. I keep hearing voices in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think it was Geo that pointed out. It's like it was actually hilarious that uh, Kyle said I. Or no, maybe it was Andy who says it was hilarious that uh, Kyle was saying I keep hearing voices in my head when then there's me and Geo and both of it like next to him on either side kind of telling him what to do and he's like <laughs> ignoring us. It's like there's actually real voices in his head and figurative ones at this point. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, in regards to your second question with the whole did I plan for that to happen? No, I didn't. <laughs> um, that was completely off the cuff that. That kind of came to me when I saw Kyle's actual expression where he was like rubbing his eyes. And I was like, wow, he's really playing this out right now. And then I was thinking like, this would actually be really fun just to like project what he's actually feeling or seeing. And I was I was like, let's just see where this goes. So then I had the black figure appear. And then, of course, that sparked Rob's interest and everybody else's interest in this fucking thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, Rob, Rob, like, punched the wall or something. <laughs> yeah, he was like, does this thing feel pain? Can I hit it? <laughs> I mean, so, yes, you can. Gio, do you, a question for you. Do you, did, do you, or, or did you know how anti-magic Rob's character was? Or was that, like, the start of it when you realized, like, how badly he's, like, against everything evil? Uh, I, I knew, well... I didn't initially know he was anti-magic, but I found out before the last <laughs> session. Yeah. Then, but then he saw, I was kind of like uh, trying to plan or like think about like how to talk about necromancy, like uh, with that in mind. But then he ended up flip-flopping, saying that he's all about magic now. So I know. It is so weird. And like that threw all of us off. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, Gio, can you just pull the mic away just a little bit? We can hear you breathe. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Do you have? Is there any other questions out there? Because Rob did send me some, and I answered them privately, but I'll I'll ask them again, or I'll I'll just share. Um, I'll have to. I don't have anything written down, but I'll go back through because I think I took a. I did. I took a picture of my notepad. <laughs> um, gotcha. So, Nico, to clarify, Nico is with us, right? Nick, Nico is with you. 
Um, I had forgot to. I forgot that you had mentioned that you said that he was going to come along or whatever the whatever yeah. the hell you want to say it. Um, and I kind of sent him away with Leviticus originally in, but I think we retconned it in in the game, and I just said no, he's with you. It's okay. okay. I I because I forgot, so it, we're just gonna it, have him with you. And then Avis going back to a human. Uh, I know we kind of glanced over it, but how big of a deal is that? Because that seems like it's probably like a once, like this is the first time it's ever happened. <laughs> um, it is, I think in the podcast, I mentioned that Leviticus had never met anybody to do that. And very clearly of Leviticus is still a Simic hybrid and no one, yeah. no, no one really touched on it because he went with her to try and change so, himself. So yeah, so he well. had the option obviously to change himself. There he there down. he originally when you last talked to him, he said that he was going to look into it. But oh. you never asked him why he wasn't changed. So I mean, there's an opportunity of he decided against it. There's the or there's the thought process of maybe who couldn't. So it, it it's just kind of mm-hmm. dependent on the way you look He's at it. He's too far along or something. Uh, is he a blood hunter? Leviticus? Yeah. Yes, he <laughs> is a blood hunter. He is a uh, uh, Order of the Mutagen or something like that, blood hunter. Okay. Which he's from way early on. I think like episode three, they <laughs> yeah, met him. Super early. Yeah. Um. So the, the place we're in right now is Stormhaven, right? Storm's Hold. Storm's Hold. And this yep. is the place where Demezio lives? No. Nope. Finn. Fantasmo. Oh, where, this is where uh, Finn. I, I live in Solura, which is just north of... I'm sorry, Stellaris, which is just north of Solura. Okay. And Solura is where we were staying, That where that's where our mansion is. Yeah. So would, does Fantasmo's character like know this place really well? Like, yeah, he's the only one that does. When I was giving you like an insight to how it looked, it was Phantasmo explaining it all to you. But I'm I I made up that city when you know like the session beforehand, so he didn't know anything about it. So I was just explaining it on his behalf, um, because it it is Phantasmo that knows everything like everything that was said that I that I said about the city. So okay, he so... he knows like ninety percent, I would say. So would would you say that Phantasmo is like into like some shady shit, business mm-hmm. stuff? Understatement of the century. <laughs> <laughs> Andy will yeah. say nothing, um, <laughs> but you are free to make your own uh, inferences based on the evidence that I have presented to you, and some of the side conversations that me and Anthony have had on air. Um, you're also more than welcome to go back and listen to some of the episodes with Phantasmo. Um, it really showing what Phantasmo is doing. I think it was episode. Um, let me let me go back and look what episode it was specifically where Rob where Rob was sent to the uh, the dark place. The dark uh, place. <laughs> the place that shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see if this one is where 
Zor came into play. I think it was episode 23 or 22. One of the, I think it was 23, um, where they, they had kind of their all out brawl and you can see in there what happens. Maybe it was 22. I think it was 22. Sorry. It happened at the end of an episode. So it was 22. I think that where that happened. I don't know. One of the two. Who who had the brawl? Him and, uh, it was so Phantasmo sent all this to the dark place. Yeah. And um probably and a little Sam bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Phantasmo and Demezio had a fight. Uh and George was also there. And that's it. And it was just it was just interparty interparty conflict like that. But um everything seems to be reconciled. So but about Phantasma, so it, he would he would know if there was like a black market or like Oh yeah, uh, he would. Yeah, he would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything shady and and uh not above the board, Phantasma's got you. I'm at the I'm at the ask Phantasma if he'll he'll uh, direct me to a black market for magic items. Cause I'm at a... probably, it's probably in his basement. Probably in his basement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did uh so Andy, did, does Geo and Kyle know where like Finn, like the whole what it's based off of? The character? I I don't know. Do, do you guys did anyone tell you or are you guys aware of that? Like of where Finn gets Finn like the Phantasma and Finn and Simon and the ice powers and stuff, where that all comes from? And Gunther the penguin. Dio? Wait, you're talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he did he explain to me where the penguin comes from? Like where like where the whole idea that Anthony where got his, for Finn. Where character where his character inspiration came from. Uh Happy it's, Feet? It's uh Adventure Time. <laughs> uh, it's Finn and Jake. Adventure Time from Cartoon <laughs> Network. Does that ring a bell? Jake the talking Adventure dog. Time? The yeah, human. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. I Finn the human. And then there's the Simon, the, the Ice King. Except Finn's not a human. I know. <laughs> Jake Arfin the dog and Finn the human. Except Arfin the... is not human. Is that show good? I only seen like one episode, I think. Anthony it's... loves the show. I yeah. I, from what I remember, it's good. Oh really? I yeah. I was a little bit older when it came out, so I really never watched it. But I know a lot of people do like it a lot, though. So. It kind of comes off as like this really wonky show, and it is, but then it kind of like morphs into what seems like a D and D adventure that's gone way off the rails. <laughs> um, because there's like different dimensions. There's, um, di- there's like time travel shenanigans. Like it, it goes really far off the rails. Um, but it's funny. I think it's from what I've seen of it. It seems like it's a fun show. Um. I haven't watched it all the way through, but Anthony is definitely the person to ask that question. Uh, he he loves that that shit. All right, but uh, I, but just so you know, when I so when I go back, when we do the next session, I'm gonna unless you object, <laughs> I'm going to before we go to the next dungeon, I'm gonna take a second to go to uh, have a phantasmo direct me to. You know, black market for magic items, and I'm gonna look for a uh, 
a blood uh what's called a blood well vial it's like a magic uh <laughs> sounds like a shady item it's like a magic it does sound like a shady item i can't imagine that it's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's why i figured it'd be at like a black market it's like um it comes in like as an uncommon item rare or very rare and it's like a magic um what do we call it uh what was that thing i cast for? what is it, like the orb and stuff what do you call that spell casting focus yeah it's a it's a it's like a, a spell casting focus that has like comes with like benefits oh, you know your uh, magic item Andy made is a spell casting focus for you the bracers Here. the bracers are oh yeah um wait is it let me see is this a spell casting focus it says I can use it as a spellcast focus. Yeah, I mean, even if you you could always use more than one too. Oh, you can. Right, Andy. Oh. I mean, it's not like you. Well, I mean, you can have it, but it's not like it's. If you're having it for other reasons, you don't have to use it as a spellcasting focus. I, see. I think so. It depends on what what it says. So I think like my wording on your bracers is that while you use that as the arcane focus, you get those abilities. Um, so it kind of depends on what the wording is, but I'm I'm reading this blood vial thing right now. Hold on. Um, to attune to this vial, you must place a few drops of your blood into it. Jesus. Uh, it doesn't sound shady at all. The vial cannot be opened while your attunement lasts to it. If your attunement to the vial ends, uh, the contained blood turns to ash. You can use the vial as a spellcasting focus for your spells while wearing it or holding it. You gain a bonus to spell attack rolls and saving throws and the saving throw DCs. This, it's a... See, this is weird wording. It says, you can use the vial as a spell casting focus for your spells while wearing or holding it, comma, and you gain a bonus to spell attack rolls and the saving throw DCs of your sorcerer spells. So I don't know if it's saying that it has to be used as an arcane focus to get that ability or not because of the comma and and. Wizards is very particular about their wording. Um, and then it says, in addition, rolling hit dice to recover hit points while you are carrying the vial, you regain five sorcery points. The property of the vial can be used once the next dawn. I mean, it wouldn't really matter that much because, I mean, I could just use the bracers when I'm using, like, a fire attack spell. Yeah, the only hard part is, is uh, you have to, do you have to attune to both of them? Yeah, he does. So then that, that's two attunement slots. Not a big deal now, but you're only allowed to have with three, right, Andy? Yeah, you can only have three attunement slots. I see. Uh... I have to look up the price on this. Um, do, do, do. That'd be a big deal because, like, I mean, I can only probably afford like an uncommon one. Because it is, it's also a wondrous item, which typically means that its price is increased. Oh really? Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah wondrous items are no joke Jesus. with price. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Fuck. Yeah, I don't think I, I've never been able to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, let me I didn't see. know that was a thing. Oh, Jesus. 
So this Reddit, Reddit thread. Priced at the time of commission is 9,000 gold pieces. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. I thought it was going to be like 500 gold or something, because that's how much uh, uncommon. Well, that's what it said for creating it. I don't know. but Well, buying it's going to be even even more money, because it's already done. Yeah, and the following following (laughs) comment says that the DMG estimates to put an uncommon item. Oops, shit. Uncommon item between 100 and 500 gold pieces. And rare items max out at 5,000 gold pieces. So according to that, 9,000 is far too much. Um, but it also depends on how you use gold pieces in your game. Yeah, that's what I was going by, the, D- the DMG. Even, you said 5,000 though, Andy? 5,000 is for rare. Yeah. And Wondrous is even more rare than rare? <laughs> no, well, Wondrous is the type, not the rarity. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And the next comment says, this is another example of current rarity needing to be thrown out the window. <laughs> I don't know. Because um, I think there's there's armor, weapon, wondrous item, and what's the other type? Potion? Yeah. Oh, them rod and ring and all It's that. also something else to think about. It You're also talking about a black market. And prices are going to be fucking jacked because it's a black market to begin with anyway. Um, so to find one not in the black market, I mean, you could probably find it for around five to 600 gold pieces. Uh, but in the black market, I can't say how much it'll be because it's the black market. I mean, it, it just kind of depends on how well you charm people um, or how well they Supply charm you. demand with a charm spell. You could you could certainly try that. Um, it's not like they're unaware of you casting a spell on them. Yeah, I'm just waving uh, my hands around and like talk like an Italian, right? Yeah. <laughs> just wave your hands around. No, I mean this like is how they, I talk. Yeah, it works, it works great for Demezio. No, I mean what I what I mean to say is it, they can tell when a spell has been cast on them, not just even by you you like seeing you do it. Like they can feel the magic come over them. Anyone can. Anytime a spell is cast on them, they can tell. Unless it's a specific kind of spell where it says like the person can't feel it or whatever. Um, but generally speaking, magic cast it on somebody, they can feel it. Can um, you haggle people? In yeah. D&D? Yeah. Oh yeah. What, what, you, what check would that be? Depends on how you're trying to haggle. Probably persuasion, right? Most likely. Persuasion, yeah, or... intimidation, deception, anything oh, like yeah, that. That's... Maybe performance. If you say, "Hey, <laughs> I'll do a funky jig for you if you lower the price," um, or something like that. I mean, you could <laughs> even funky jig. Yeah. You could even look at lowering um, the prices by like doing favors for people or what have you. Anything like that. Um, so <clears throat> that's fine. Well, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm up. not gonna prostitute myself, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, that's that's where Belcor draws the line. Yeah, I'm glad we found raising it. <laughs> raising the dead. A okay, prostitution. Eh, maybe not. Yeah, I mean, I could probably convince Zor to prostitute himself, but he might not take he's that got, much convincing. He's, hey, he's Zor, gotta... you know that someone will pay you. To have he'll sex look. With them? He'll look over and say, "Core, get over there." 
he just rolls a, a <laughs> roll against my uh, charisma and just <laughs> fell. <laughs> so I uh, back to the whole blood blood well vial whatever the fuck it's called. Um, that's fine. I'm just I'm just forewarning you that as since it's a black market, prices will prob probably be very jacked. Really? Black, I mean, okay. I, mean, I guess yeah, I would just look for it in a regular shop then. Most of it's illegal <laughs> or stolen. Say, so you, you're going to start going around asking for a magic blood vial that you put your own blood in and get magical powers. They're going to be looking at you like you got five heads. I mean, yeah. yeah you, so wait, you, you want what? This, this kind of thing sounds like it belongs in a black market, and it probably does for a very specific reason. Um, but when it comes to a black market, you're talking about thieves that jack up prices because they know oh, yeah. they can. And you know what I mean? It, it, you can certainly haggle with them, but it's, it, it, it comes down to a very thin, thin line of who's better at persuasion. So just, just forewarning you and letting you, you know, have all the information. I, I would, before you go I, I would think of, Items on a black market would be cheaper because they're stolen. Like they have, you know, heat on heat on them. Comes with a risk. That's what I was imagining. But some of them, some of them, absolutely. If it's like a, like something, like common or below, like I could totally see. Well, you make a good point. I mean, let me think about it. Let me look into some black market <laughs> thing. I, I, I'm not going to Google black market because I don't want the NSA on me. But, yeah. Um. I'll I'll go to Reddit and Prices I'll see I'll see other people's thoughts on <laughs> it because the school of thought makes sense of there's lots of heat on the item I want it I want it gone it'll be cheaper but there's also a good train of thought for well this was you can't find this anywhere else so I'm gonna jack up the fucking price because it's a black market and because it's illegal an illegal yeah, item right exactly so it's kind of it's it's one one or two ways but i'm gonna go to i'll go to reddit and see what people think that's kind of where my head's at would that item be illegal i don't know it sounds shady it does (laughs) sound shady um i don't know (laughs) it's not illegal per se more like frowned upon yeah it's more frowned upon it's not like necromancy um (laughs) (laughs) sorry Oh man! If someone says anything, it's, it's not like I'm raising the dead over here. Gee, yeah. I'm just like, a little like, bit of blood. They hear groans coming out of my bag. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, so let me get over to some of Rob's questions that he had for me. I'll I'll pick it apart and just see what um what he said. So, first question was: Does monotheism exist on this continent? I know we talked about that, right? It, we did talk about it before. Um, I know I said in the world it existed. Um, and my response to him was as far as monotheism, it's very seldom found on the continent of Arcanus because you either have monotheism or atheism. That's like the two dichotomies that run the world or run the continent. Um, you mean polytheism or yeah. What did atheism? I say? Mono. Yeah. Poly. You'll either have yeah, polytheism. I was about to say, what? Sorry. You either have polytheism like the like the Republic, or you'll have atheism, atheism. like the Empire. Um, and even still it's not true atheism, it's more like denouncing of the gods rather than saying they just don't exist. So it's kind of a weird situation with that. But there are some 
some subsets of people that do believe that the gods are just another race and that there is one supreme being in the world. Um, not so much. And which one is that? What do you mean, the supreme being? Yeah, yeah. I was about to ask you actually. Is that like a Zeus? Um. So in this pantheon, Zeus would be essentially Krufix, who is the god of horizons. But for monotheism, like, is there a like a god, so so to speak? Uh, they refer to him as Ao, um, and they believe that he is the creator god, and he is the one who is the true god, kind of thing. Um, not so much that the pantheon that we have doesn't exist, but more so that they believe that those peop those gods that the polytheism people worship are nothing more than just a race of people. Um, sort of like angels and demons. Yeah. Kind of like it's a sub, it's like a broader category of angels and demons kind of thing. That's what they believe. Um, that is more popular. I believe on, let me pull up my one note. No, I don't want Steam Labs. Fuck off. I haven't streamed. I should really delete that off my computer now that I'm thinking about it. Acela <laughs> um, Trucks. That's the place. Acela Trucks. Which is another continent, just to answer that question. Um, let's see. What else did Rob say? Stream Labs. Fuck off, please. He's next question. Why does Finn still treat all this poorly? <laughs> well, um, Sam, do you have any thoughts? I let's see why Finn still treats all this poorly. I I don't know. I think because like I so originally I took it as all this treating Finn like shit, and then. I think I looked at it as Finn just got pissy that fi- that all this was treating him like shit and was just like giving it back to him. That's, That's how I point. took it. I think what I told him was I think that it has something to do with all this continuing continuously trying to sell things that Finn has given him. Oh, that's a good. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. Um, I think that's even more than anything. And then I said, you should probably ask Anthony <laughs> and just clarify because I don't yeah. fucking know. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head with that more than anything else. Uh, any thoughts for you, Gio, as far as why Phantasmo treats all this very poorly? Since you're new to the whole group. Um, any thoughts as to why Phantasmo treats all this poor- poorly? Yeah. Any guesses? Are you saying, oh, you're saying that there is an actual like in-game reason for it? No, I'm just wondering what your thoughts are. I, I'm oh. sure. <laughs> I'm sure Anthony, as a player, has a reason for doing it. Um, I don't know what no. it is. Uh, I was just asking what your thoughts were as far as why you think he does. I just took it as Anthony enjoying messing with Rob. <laughs> that's also a very good point <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Anthony does like to stir the pot a little bit so I'm sure that probably has something to do with it I'm just trying to find a way to drive Rob insane <laughs> slowly oh well, Rob give, gives such a good um, reaction to it like he let it <laughs> change his whole character 
That's true. And lastly, um, in your opinion, who is the most powerful party member? Rob asked this. Rob asked that to me, and I'm not going to say who I think it is, but I want you guys to think. What do you think? A straight up powerful. What do you mean by that, though? Like, who would win in a 1v1? Just generally, like... tough to say because, like, if it depends on the setting. Like, if you were 100 feet away (laughs) facing Kyle, you wouldn't be able... Kyle wouldn't be able to make it to you before he got you. If you were in a... Are you sure? That motherfucker can run Uh, Yeah, that's right. He can run. But, like, if you were in a 10 by 10 room, Kyle would, like, obliterate any of the spellcasters in our party. (laughs) Um... Like the health pools are so tiny on spellcasters that it doesn't take much, especially with Kyle reckless attacking every turn. This is true. I I would say that Kyle would probably be. You think Kyle could kill me in a one v one? I really? if it, if it was a oh yeah barbarian, they're known as the the tanky class that can survive that is going to just obliterate. But that's what I'm saying. Like if you guys were in an open field and you just had a hundred feet between him and you, it would be pretty tough i think you would win but how i would even need that though what i could do all i have to do is uh polymorph him and then if he succeeds on the saving throw i use silvery barbs so he re-rolls it it's if he succeeds (laughs) yeah oh well it's it's tough though because like it it's hard to tell i mean when i our only first one and only time we ended up fighting each other was when I fought Anthony and uh, I like my health pool was a lot higher than his and like literally all I needed and I had my divine smites all still and all I needed to do was just land a hit on him and then I had something else planned I don't remember what it was but I had something else planned that I was gonna like keep him still and it was gonna I, I don't remember what it was but I was gonna I had a plan and I was like oh, all I need to do is just hit him once just hit him once just hit him once and he kept thunderstepping away from me. And every time he thunderstepped, it did damage to me. And it pissed me off so much. And I didn't get to get, get, to get a hit on him. And uh, so, like, that's it's tough because it's like, okay, well, conveniently, he had plenty because he had plenty of room to run because we were in the open um, in the city. So I was yeah, just I mean, chasing. But if, so that's if, a tough. I mean, that's all part of the fight, I know. So. Yeah. If I just if I just casted haste on myself, he wouldn't be able to catch me. True. Uh, but that well, all depends on if you go first or not. Yeah, but then and his if dexterity he, is higher. So, so if he attacks me first, I could just use uh, he would have to hit me for like twenty three or more because. Yeah, you know how much damage he does in one turn against the bad guys. I think you mean to <laughs> he hit. did. No, I mean. Uh, I mean, I, I would, uh, I have the shield's reaction spell, so I yeah. have, uh, with my actual shield and my armor, I have 18 AC, so then plus 5 yeah, I is mean, tw- 23. Yeah, but Kyle, you know, has advantage on every single roll. True. So, I like, it's a hit or miss, like, but his dex, yeah. like, his dexterity is higher than yours, so, uh... I don't know, it'd be interesting, yeah, it would kind so of hit, depend like, on... On average, yeah. he should probably go first in the fights with you and him. So, you know, it's tough. But I 
I always would go for the melee classes over the spellcasters, but that's just my thoughts on on that. But it all depends. Like spellcasters obviously are better at range, but all it takes is one bad roll for the spellcaster to go down. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the hard part. Like, and then like Geo, you you obviously have access to a lot of different spells. Of course, that's yeah. kind of like what sorcerers do. But on the flip side of things, Kyle has like 60 more HP than you. <laughs> and he is much faster than you. Like if he dashes, that motherfucker can run like 100 feet per second. Or I'm sorry, per per round. Um, and even if you haste yourself. You still have concentration on that haste too. So if he hits you once, your concentration's gone. Yeah, and then he has his new sentinel, well, so he can I gotta, I gotta roll. Yeah, but you have yeah. to roll, and what you have to roll on your concentration save has to meet or or exceed the damage that you sustained. So if he does 30 damage to you <laughs> with his crazy rolls that he gets, you'd have to get yeah. a 30 on your concentration save. I'm not saying like it's an outright decimation. I'm sure that it'll be a no. battle of attrition. I, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's a very hard toss-up when it, was, it comes to two It would things. just come down to the rolls. Yeah, honestly. exactly. I think Kyle is the scariest out of everybody um, because being on the other end of his crits, it, he pumps out a lot of damage. I've had to do a lot of math. Um, and it's it, it can be quite scary. But I think Rob is an underdog that nobody is expecting. Well, we don't know what Rob's new class is yet. Yeah, I think that's also the problem because I haven't seen his class at work yet. And I think that would honestly probably make him like the pinnacle of endurance and just running shit down. Honestly, his his class you know, is a little scary. You know it would be cool if we just did one session where we all just did like 1v1s in like uh, some sort of gladiator like arena. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, while I'm gone, you guys are more than welcome to do that. There's a there's a way you can um so in the DMG there's multiple different kinds of games you can run as far as like dungeon masters. Um there's a typical like one dungeon master, then there's the co-dungeon masters, but there's also this type where you um like swap roles. So like at any point somebody could just jump in and be the dungeon master and swap out with another person. Um, I think, I think the best way to run a battle royale, have somebody make a map and just have no dungeon master. Everybody just plays their character and <laughs> goes, you know what I mean? Um, because there's not going to be any, any bad things there. You just have one roll table, you yeah. set it out, you roll whenever you land on a treasure or something. And there you go. So while I'm gone, if you guys want to do that, be my guest. Um, I had that's how fights start. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll exactly. maybe we'll do that instead of the recap, because we won't be having a recap, right? I think Anthony said he was going to do one. Yeah, Anthony oh, said really? he's going to be doing a backfeed. Um, yeah, oh. he's just going to do it. He's going to cut the sessions early, and he'll um, have the backfeed afterwards. Oh, well. So yeah. while we're on that topic, for everybody out there listening, um, I have a baby coming in. Well, actually, the baby will probably be here by the time you hear this. So going forward for <laughs> yeah, for a few weeks, um, you'll hear Anthony as the DM continuing his Neverland game with uh, with these guys uh, returning as their characters. Unfortunately, I will not return as Twig because 
baby. But um, I should be back. I'm hoping after maybe like six weeks. I just don't know because I don't know how baby's going to do. So it's going to be a lot of touch and go for a while. But um, in the meantime, but we will we'll, be here still. Yeah, everybody else will be here. Andy will not. But I think with that said, unless you guys have any questions for me, any other ones, um, I think that's a great place to end it. Um, not, not only because I'm tired, but also because I'm tired. Um, but if you guys have any last minute questions, I'm more than happy to answer them. I'm good. I'm good. Gio? Gucci. What's you up? Good? Are you good? I'm good. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you guys for joining me and everybody else out there. Have a fantastic rest of your day. And I will see you when I see you, but everybody else will see you next time on Tales of Deconia. Later. Thank you.